podcast welcome back today is a special episode setting wise today we are actually here at the library we are at my um local library that i love to come and study at it's just nice to have a change of environment for me and i have a study room reserved today and so i figured you know, why not film a Pellcast episode? I'm here already. So, hi, welcome to the Pellcast. I'm Opal Jewels, and this is my podcast where I really just talk about anything and I just kind of give updates of what's going on in my life. So, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I always really appreciate it. Um, I do have the study room, but I'm hoping I'm not being like very loud. It's like I can't hear anything out there. I can never hear other people talking when they're in the study room. So I don't think I'm being disruptive, but you know, I'm still gonna try and keep my volume quiet. You know, I'm not gonna be doing like screaming in like another episode where I get a little bit passionate about some stuff. Uh, oh yeah, also, there's some, like, weird air conditioning. Okay, the air conditioning in here is so cold. I'm cold to the max right now. If you are watching the podcast, um, I'm wearing, I have this, like, scarf on. And also (laughs) these gloves because it is very chilly. I am very cold right now. But we are going to make it through and record this episode. So, wow. Um, This past week has been crazy for me and also at the same time very uneventful because I have been so sick and really just going through it. I've had, like, I started off with the flu. I had such a bad fever. It was, like, 102 degrees, which is so many degrees and i was really not feeling it i was kind of like bedridden all day long because just getting up was like nauseating you know it's just normal sick stuff but like two days go by and i'm like feeling good i'm feeling really good and it's like my dog's birthday and i'm gonna have such a good time and it i did i had a great time The next day, I'm really kind of not feeling well, and I decide, you know what, I'm actually going to try and challenge and push myself, even though I'm feeling kind of icky and lazy, I am going to get up and walk to the library and, you know, do all my schoolwork because I'm quite behind, and, well, I get here, and... I start having, like, the worst pain of my life. What? Huh? Um, It's, like, this weird stomach pain that's, like, going up to my ribs and, like, in my back. And I'm, like, literally on the floor. It was in this exact room, too. Thank goodness I had a room (laughs) because I would not want to be at, like, a public desk with other people when this was going on. I was, like, on the floor. (laughs) This is, like, so embarrassing to talk about. But I'm just talking about what, what was happening. And 
I was like on the floor. I was like clutching my stomach. It hurt so bad. It was like so random too. Like what? I nothing was even like wrong up until then. I was having a jolly old time. I was like, ooh, I'm finally not sick. I'm just kind of a little. Uh. Boom! I'm on the floor like in agonizing pain. <laughs> what? So I managed to like call my mom, and she has to come and get me out of this room. And I'm like on. I'm like holding on to her, like walking out. It was embarrassing. Well, not embarrassing because, like, I don't, I don't care and, like, no one really cared. But it was pretty wild. And after that, I could not even stand up straight. Okay, so we thought my appendix burst. So um, we, like, were checking that out. No, it didn't. And a day later, I was completely fine. So I really don't know, like, what my body is doing. <laughs> I don't know what my body is doing for me right now, but it's not working out, and I'm kind of upset with it right now, but I'm feeling good today, but who knows? I will probably be, once again, out of commission tomorrow, but hopefully not, because tonight I I, I, I picked up this to not take a sip out of it, but tonight I have a concert that I'm so excited for. Um, I'm seeing Nessa Barrett, and I actually hadn't heard um, much of her music really at all until I learned about a month ago that she was coming to my city. And I was like, wow, that's exciting. And I'm really trying to do like a concert every single month this year. And so I got the tickets and then, well, singular, one ticket will... We'll get to that afterwards. And I started listening to her music, and I'm really into it. I think it's great. So I'm very excited to go to this concert. It's actually at the same venue when I saw Paramore. I was so excited for that. That was amazing. Uh, that was actually, like, early days of my video diary account. I remember it was, like, my one of my, like, my third video was, like, I'm going, I... I just got tickets to see Paramore, so it's good memories. Anyways, I got one ticket, obviously, one, because as we basically know, if you are following along in my videos, I love concerts, but I normally go to my concerts alone. It's something that I really love to do for myself because I think it's freeing. I think it is such a blast and I really really enjoy it and I was very scared to do it at first like go to a concert alone because um it could be scary if you don't have anyone with you as like an anchor and you're just all alone and you just feel out of place and that's definitely how I felt the first time I went to a concert by myself but I actually just kind of learned to love it. I think that, like I said before, it's freeing and no one knows you. You could just talk to anyone and put yourself out there and laugh with people and make conversations. I actually kind of use it as a way to, how do I say this? A way to like test my social skills because I struggle a lot with talking to uh, people out, <laughs> like talking to people I don't know, um, like strangers, and I struggle a lot with that. I think most of us struggle with that, but 
it was a really big sort of goal of mine to challenge myself with that, especially moving to a new place and trying to make friends. And so really trying to put myself out there, I, you know, I just built up the courage and I just tried not to care what people will think and I just go up to people and I talk with them and I make conversation and what I love about concerts is that you already have something in common the artist that you're seeing and so I could talk about the artist's albums what's your favorite album what's your favorite song oh did you hear that new one uh what are you hoping to hear next you know things related to the artist that is just an automatic like conversation starter and I was just kind of using it as practice at first just like practicing my social skills and stuff like that I mean so you have no idea online school so like um I will not lie it is hard to make friends I have not shied away from talking about that at all I bring it up all the time but concerts was really a way for me to put myself out there and at first it was practice and then I actually ended up making friends at concerts and I eventually started to kind of prefer going by myself. It was like a lot of fun and yeah, it was just the best. So this is another concert I'm going to by myself. I'm really excited. It's a pretty big venue, so I feel like I could just, you know, walk around, you know, hang out in the back maybe or make my way up to the front, whatever feels right. And yeah, I'm like very excited. One thing that I have to do for concerts is, well, for me, I get very burnt out very quickly with, you know, big social settings like that and with, like, all the loud noises and bright lights. It's, like, it kind of takes a toll on my body. And so a little tip that I do is I prepare everything that I'll need before I leave and I'm not talking about to bring to the concert I'm talking about for when I get home I'll like set out exactly what I'm going to change into like all the things for like taking my after post-concert shower um you know I'll have my bed all my pillows off of my bed already I'll just have everything set up and that makes it so much easier for me to I guess recover after a concert because it does actually kind of take like a physical toll on me but I think the adrenaline makes up for a lot of that in the moment but the come down afterwards is always very exhausting for me and my social battery is so drained my introverts out there will understand exactly what I'm talking about I am very jelly of all the extroverted people everywhere because As I'm sure you can tell, I try my very hardest to be an extrovert. It's what I want to be so badly. I would love to gain energy by being in huge social settings and talking to people, but it's really just not how my mind or my body works. I, like, always need my time to recharge afterwards. It is very important to me, and I'll get burnt down burnt out and extremely exhausted afterwards and other you know bad stuff could happen so 
as much as I want to be an extrovert, I need to accept my introverted self and, you know, allowing myself those type of tools and tips for, like, preparing for stuff. You just gotta, like, listen to your body and sort of learn what you need with experience because when I first started um, doing all this stuff, I had no idea I would need all of this and, like, you know, I'd be so burnt out and exhausted after and I would just feel, like, absolutely awful. So it definitely takes time to learn what you need, but you just need to, like, recognize and listen to your body and just kind of stop sometimes and think, what can I do right now that will be best for me? And I think sometimes that is hard and it is something that some extroverts don't really have to do, which is why I'm so jelly of them. Um, you don't have to be... I'm, I'm not saying you don't, just some people don't have to be, like, hyper-aware of how their mind and their body and sensory-wise how they're going to react to everything. But, and that's also just, like, neurotypical people. But, um, yeah, so question of the day where i know we say this at the end this is not the the end of the episode yet but question of the day right now um i'll also reiterate this at the end i guess what or question of the day or i guess not day question of the week i'm just used to that format question of the week um again you can comment this on if you're on youtube or you can type it into the q a um button on if you're on spotify are you an introvert or an extrovert and also i know there's like what are they called like ambiverts which is in the middle so what you consider yourself as and you can elaborate i always like to pin my favorite responses or heart them on youtube so uh yeah let me know and i'm definitely an introvert as much as i try and be an extrovert even all growing up i was like always trying to kind of be someone I wasn't and uh, I don't think I do that now I've actually accepted myself a lot more now but in terms of trying to be an extrovert I'm, I'm still doing that but I think that could be good sometimes because it's a way that I can you know get out of my comfort zone uh, in moderation I never want to like overwhelm myself too much so you gotta learn your limitations is like what we were talking about before so as promised in the last episode we are going to have our scrapbooking segment where i show you all the scrapbooking page i have been working on and if you're not watching the pal the palcast and you are listening never fear i will be describing each of the pages in great detail but if you are watching you'll be able to see them along with me so let's go to our scrapbooking segment oh hi i did not even see you there hi <laughs> hi everyone welcome to the <laughs> scrapbooking segment of the podcast i'm gonna be showing you all my scrapbook that I've been working on. I know this has been 
highly anticipated to me. I've been anticipating showing it to you. We have a good old microphone stand here, in quotes, because I will be double-handing the... Well, that sounded weird. Holding the scrapbook with both hands. So we have the microphone stand. <laughs> um, I guess we'll just get started. No dilly-dallying here. This is my lovely scrapbook. It is just plain white. I just wanted, you know, blank canvas. Uh, eventually, I'm going to be, you know, decorating the cover, of course. But I'm not really that far into my scrapbooking journey. I'm still at the beginning of scrapbooking. I've only done this two times, uh, one for January and one for February. So I'm not confident in like permanently doing the cover first or I guess permanently doing it yet, but I will be doing it eventually and that will be very exciting because I will have like a personalized cover on my scrapbook and I bet it'll say like 2023 because the idea is that every single month I go back to my favorite moments that happened that month and I'm scrapbooking them. So the very first thing I did this year, I had just gotten back from a holiday cruise and it was so much fun. I did not scrapbook the cruise because I was telling myself like 2023 only and I got back like December 31st. So I was so excited to be back in the snow and we have this snow page as you can see in the middle, or maybe if you can't see, I will do my best to describe it to all of my audio-only listeners. But if you are watching on YouTube or on Spotify, because this is a video podcast, you can see the wonderful scrapbook pages. There is a glowing sticker in the middle that says, so much fun. I'm a big fan of the puns there. I have this big like winter sticker pack so many silly ones. So I went snowshoeing for the first time, which is when you put these like big things on your feet so you don't fall in the snow. I mean, for those of you who grew up in the snow, you probs obviously know what snowshoeing is, but I had never heard of it before. So that was so much fun. I have this next page called Fave Furry Photos. And it was all of my favorite photos I had taken that month up my wonderful two pets, my two cute little dogs, my baby puppy Naga, and my old man uh, Bowser. He's my old dog. (laughs) And yeah, so next page, I went ice skating this month and it was so much fun. We have this ice skating page and also a Polaroid I took while ice skating. It kind of got overexposed, but it was all right. I actually went twice. Uh, that month and so that was a very fun thing to include and we have all these ice skating stickers and me at the ice rink I was just having such a blast and honestly for my very first scrapbooking pages I was very proud with how these came out I was like choosing color schemes and tapes and all this type of stuff for my pages and it was really the very best so Now we are going on to February, and at the beginning of February, I went to a Taylor Swift-themed, like, DJ rave night, and it was such a blast. I met so many fun friends and just, you know, danced my heart out to Taylor Swift with them. So we have this page, and it is, like, all red-themed, and there's music notes everywhere, and it is just 
sparkly and glittery and so much fun. One thing that I loved doing was I actually made um, my own like ticket mock-ups because you didn't really get physical tickets for concerts anymore. And so I made this one, literally like graphic design is my passion. Canva, Canva Pro is my, <laughs> is my favorite place to be. And I made this Taylor party like concert ticket and I was very proud of myself for that one. <laughs> uh, then we come to Valentine's Day, which was so much fun. I went out to dinner with my mom to my favorite restaurant and I just had like some very cute Valentine's Day sticker packs. So I definitely wanted to utilize that and we got frozen yogurt and I have these like little Polaroid things. So cute, so adorable. I actually saved the little like stick they gave you at the restaurant to put it in my scrapbook. That's what I've been doing lately. That's my new thing is like, I'll go somewhere and like my parent or my friend or my sister will be like, oh, look at something for your scrapbook. It's like I have a baggie that I just like save things in throughout the month. And then at the end I can include it in whatever I'm doing. Um, okay, we're coming up on the last three pages. These are some of my favorite ones. I went on a, not quite snowshoeing because I just wore my normal shoes, but a snow hike. And I brought my dog Naga this time. I call her my polar bear dog, which is a little bit important to the page because I have these very cute, like 3D polar bear stickers. I love when stickers are like 3D and you can touch them and it is so fun. So we have these mountain stickers and I just have like, reflective, pretty snowflake tape, and sparkly, sparkly mountain and tree stickers. There's this one that says the mountains are calling because we were up there. I had so much fun that day. That was such a blast. And we've got a few polar bear stickers around. Then I saw um, Tove Lu in concert with my new friend that I had just met. Uh, yeah, this is our page on that. It was kind of the lime green vibe. The sticker says take a selfie because they were taking some selfies, you know? They have music notes. And then I also made another mock-up ticket for that one. And then I have a Polaroid that we took. So, yeah. And I have, especially, y'all know I love to take uh, Polaroids. I have my Polaroid wall back there. And it's so much fun to be able to include them in the pages of my scrapbook. And one of the reasons I've been obsessed with Polaroids lately is because I am obsessed with this game called Life is Strange. I've always loved it, but this past month, I was like head first deep into like, not just the first game, but the second one especially, and the third one. And I was just obsessed. I played them all like a total of five times. It was wild. Like all I was doing all day was just playing Life is Strange. That's all I wanted to do. And I just listened to the soundtrack all day. I'd like go out with my headphones and my camera and I'm still doing this, but it was like an event. I made it like a whole entire week. And I would take pictures of everything I found because the main character of that game is always taking Polaroid pictures when she's out. So I was kind of my own version of that character for the day. And I also had another character's hoodie. I bought it. I was so obsessed. And so we have our Life is Strange page, which was my latest obsession. And I am actually so proud of this one. I think it's so adorable. We like, 
If you see this, I'm literally wearing the same exact outfit as the main character, the same hoodie and jacket. And so I was just dying. I love this picture. And we just have like some of the different visuals from the game. My two favorite characters. This was me the day of uh, getting the, the hoodie delivered in the mail. I was so happy. I actually, I love this because I think this is one of my favorite pictures of myself ever just because I was so filled with joy and happiness like unboxing this and so the sticker below says my favorite memory we have this gorgeous like super cool 3d polaroid sticker it even has this ribbon coming off of it like the camera strap it is this 3d um like instant camera sticker and that was just so much fun so uh, that was our um scrapbooking segment i hope you all like saw it adequately <laughs> i know we just have like a uh, macbook camera quality here but um i like how sort of kind of spontaneous my podcasts are i just set up my computer and uh, start filling and I had a lot of fun showing you guys this so thank you for tuning into the scrapbook segment and we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming <laughs> welcome back to the podcast library edition see I always have these moments of silence uh okay I'm not good I I know I'm like a podcast host apparently I just record on my phone but um I I blank a lot when I talk and I try and like keep a constant stream of thought but i'm not always good at that i love this library do you guys want to know something that i did not talk about on my uh tiktok because i was way too sad but i will tell my podcast friends i applied to this library and i got rejected that's like the song rejected rejected you have been rejected. Yep. I was rejected from here. I guess I'll talk about that. Maybe there's like a stupid life lesson at the end, even though I'm still uh, really upset about it and upset at myself. But I digress. We will get to that. So back when I first moved here, I think it was like August around the time, around the time I started my account, I... I applied to work at this library and I was so excited, but I actually never heard back. So I was like, eh, okay. But what I would do is I would wish on a dandelion every single day because this was summer and so there was dandelions everywhere. I would wish on a dandelion every single day. Here's my pretend dandelion. I grabbed a scrunchie. I wish that I will get a job at the library. And I would wish on a dandelion every single day because I wanted this job so badly, you guys. Oh my gosh, I wanted it so badly. So, um, I never heard back and I just was like, okay. Fast forward to January-ish, yeah? Yeah, fast forward to January, I see another job listing for the same library for like my age range, the job that I wanted, it was absolutely perfect. I apply and I got like called back. I know it's not called a call back, call back. That's what they call it in theater. But um, 
still, I got a call back and the first step was like, um, it was actually like a test where you had to like sort a bunch of things like alphabetically and numerically and it was timed. Oh my gosh, I have never been so freaking stressed over any test in my life. I was so scared and I don't think I've ever been so focused too. I put my mind to it. I got 97%. What? What? 97%? Whoa. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Um, so I was very proud of myself for that. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm totally going to get this job. They call me back again for an interview. And I'm like, OMG. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm skipping something. They call me back again to fill out this big, like, form. It's basically like a digital interview, like typing in all my interview answers. And so I worked really hard on that, and I sent it in, and I was feeling really confident about it. And then a week later, I got called back again for an in-person interview, and I was so excited, like, oh, my gosh. I practiced with for this interview with my mom for hours, like an hour every single day for like a week. Like, oh my gosh. I practiced so much and I memorized all my responses and I would like, I did like five drafts of each like potential question. I was so ready, I was so prepared. I had never wanted like anything more. I needed this job. I wanted it so badly. I go into the interview and I think I aced it because I had all my responses memorized. I practiced for hours and I had been going through this process, like acing all my answers, getting 97% on this test for weeks now, like nearly a month. And then two weeks later, they email me back and they say, you have been rejected. Boo. OMG. My heart was broken. I was so sad. Like, I probably cried for like three days straight. I'm so serious. I was so sad. Like, I was like mourning. Mourning my like hypothetical job that I was going to have. Because they put me through like three entire like rounds. It's like, this is, this is a 20-hour-a-week part-time job for teenagers at a library. Like, I don't think it should be that intense. But it was that intense to me, and uh, I got rejected. And I was just so heartbroken about it. And I cried for so long. I already said that, but I'm reiterating it again because it was so important to me and I felt like all of my dreams had been crushed and I would never amount to anything and I was stupid and I could never work another job and I was dumb and I would never succeed in life and I was just like telling myself all these awful things in my brain and I was like this is literally the end of your life like literally literally like why are you even trying anymore you got rejected from this library job just like go jump off a cliff (sighs) I was so upset you know it took some time it took some time and it took some more time and you know then it took some more time 
took a lot of time. I haven't even talked about this yet, and this was like a month ago, but I was rejected. And I guess I just realized that it wasn't a reflection of me, as much as it's hard to say that because I went through this job interview process for like a month and they rejected me, so I would think it would be a reflection of me, but you know, it was just not meant for me. And I even started to think like the schedules were kind of rough for the job and I, I'm not going to lie, I still really want the job. <laughs> no, me trying to be like inspirational. Okay, but I have accepted it and I have realized that it was not meant for me and the opportunities that are meant for me will come to me and if I'm not supposed to do this, they are not going to hire me. I think maybe that's a coping mechanism. <laughs> Like, I would have loved this job. I worked so hard for it. I have been wishing on dandelions for it for the past six months. But I guess sometimes you need to tell yourself that kind of thing to keep your sanity. And I had a very hard time dealing with rejection, even though that's something we all got to deal with. And it very, very much sucked. But eventually, I got the courage to come back here because, as you guys know, this is my favorite place. I'm recording the episode here. I love the library. I would go there, like, every single weekday, and then I just stopped going. And, yeah, I really did not want to come here because I was, like, so crushed. But eventually... I was able to come back and like face my fears and it did hurt because I saw a girl my age shelving the books, doing the job that I worked so hard to be considered for and I thought I kind of had to switch my mindset so I went up to her and she had like this really cool green hair. I was like, I love your hair and she turned around and she smiled and she said, I love your hat and I said, aww, thank you so much. And it was kind of like a peacemaking for myself and my heart because I had had so much like emotion pent up about this. Um, I just kind of need to let go of that. And so, yeah, uh, I still have a hard time dealing with rejection. I feel like everyone does because you never want to be rejected for something you especially worked so hard for and you had your mindset on for so long. But it is a part of, you know, working for things. You're not always going to get it and you're going to get rejected a lot. So it was definitely like a learning experience for me. And look at me now. I'm back at the library, and I have been for a while, even if one day I was collapsed on the floor, like, crying in pain. But anyways, so thank you all so much for listening. I hope some things that I said here could have helped you a little bit. I know it was probably all just, like, meaningless rambling about, like, problems I've been dealing with. But thank you for watching and listening. I... 
Always really appreciate it. And make sure to answer the question of the day. Uh, are you an anxious... <laughs> are you... I'm... It's literally the outro and I'm messing this up. Are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? And elaborate if you wish. You could comment if you're on YouTube or you can answer in the Q&A tab on Spotify. So thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to support my podcast, you can... You could rate it uh, on whatever platform you're listening on. You can rate it or you can thumbs up the YouTube video and comment. Uh, Another way to help is to share it on social media. If you tag me, um, like on an Instagram story or in a TikTok, I'd love to reply or repost. And yeah, thank you so much for watching, everyone. See you next week. I did not time this right. On the podcast. <laughs> Bye.